Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Good morning, everybody. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join up the Goodyear Hotline. Here we are on ESPN Radio. What's going on, Key? What's going on, Jay? Need Good. some positivity this morning, Max. I'm, I'm, Raise I'm, the voice. All right, Let's what you're hearing, what you're hearing is not a lack of positivity, as you say. It's another competitive, thir- you know, like prime time game. They don't stop <laughs> with the prime time games being competitive. And I'm bleary. I, you're I, an angry. You know, I picked morning. up my phone. I let my kid play Roblox on on, on my phone because the little one doesn't have an, a device. Right, the others are playing Roblox with him. Yeah, you could play that. So I get it back. I charge it. I see texts from everybody as usual, 100,000 texts on that text chain for the show. I texted Evan, like, I need sleep. These game, these, these primetime games are going. killing me. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to be doing, though, man. That's it's your job. When you dreamed of having this job, you didn't dream of complaining about sleep. You just decided, hey. I'm going to do this. I'm going to stand in the mirror with my brush, and I'm going to get it done. <laughs> you know, any, any job I brush. dreamt of having, though, I was asleep. That's the point. <laughs> I was dreaming. Yeah, you got to stand in the mirror, Jay. That's what great athletes do, Max. You train, you compete, and then you yeah. train again. The switch never you turns gotta, off. You got to train your mind and your body to be able to stay up and watch it all the way to the last water drip. That's what you do. In San Francisco, I got it. I just didn't put it together. San Francisco, water, rain, late, drip, the last drip. drip. You, did you get Swag, it? Yeah. I got it. Oh, okay. I got the whole right. thing. Yeah, just, so, guys, you know. meantime, the question is still open. Who is the best team in the AFC? Who is the best team it's in the, the AFC? the Bills. I've been trying to tell y'all. No, they lost to the Titans. I know they could have won the game. It's still the Bills. I've been holding on to that. Who's How many more players the do the Baltimore Ravens need to lose? Like it, it, They're depleted. It could be the Bills. It could be Cincinnati. It could be Tennessee. It could be the Raiders. It could okay. be the Chargers who's off. Kia, the question is after last hmm. night, are the Colts in that conversation? No. 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 Colts aren't in that conversation. They beat San Francisco in a monsoon. I mean, San Francisco is a, a, a good football team, not a great football team. And, and Indianapolis clearly is, is starting to get better. Carson Wentz is getting better. Uh, they're, they're just playing better. Mm. We'll know about them when Tennessee and, and Indianapolis face off against each other, which is huge. But Carson Wentz has certainly come to the party. Um, the Philadelphia Eagles don't like to see it because their draft pick will elevate if Carson Wentz struggles. I mean, you know. And so, or better yet, it will elevate if he wins. They would like to see it. Um, And he's doing a tremendous job. You can't complain about the way he's playing. He's winning, and I think that that's the key for Indy. But this really is about Jimmy Garoppolo last night. It's really about what the San Francisco 49ers look like with the investment that they put in to go up to get Trey Lance. Now, Trey Lance is sidelined due to injury. Jimmy G gives them the best option right now until they make a decision. But at the same time, this football team does not look like the team that a lot of people envision, Jay, at the start of the year would probably contend for the division. It would be the Seattles, the Rams, the Arizonas we all had in last place, and it would be the San Francisco 49ers will fight those three teams. I feel as if for the Colts, Jonathan Taylor is an absolute beast, rushed for over 100 yards again last night, and Carson Wentz showing you that, that rushing threat 
you know, being able to get the ball down the field, making plays. Frank Wright, a big-time play, third and I think it was 37 going in the fourth quarter. They decided to go for it by throwing the ball to Pittman. That's not what they've done in the past. You know, he's either tried to run the ball or he's kicked the field goal. He decided to be aggressive. I like what I'm seeing from the Colts moving forward. But it, fascinating conversation about Jimmy G is I feel like he's a cog in the machine, whereas Trey Lance has a chance to be the engine that actually jumpstarts the machine. And watching Carson Wentz just having that rushing threat last night, knowing that Jimmy G is not a premium athlete, feels like he's a lot more one-dimensional. Whereas with Trey Lance, you just feel – granted, the offense may not have a high ceiling this year, but it just feels like they have a lot more opportunity to grow with the attributes that Trey Lance brings to the table as opposed to Jimmy G. They, so, they don't get – they haven't given Jimmy G outside of Kittle – they really haven't given Jimmy G a whole lot to work with, to be honest with you, because Debo, Debo Samuel, Ayuk is, I mean, what is it, you know, I mean, like, he Debo's was, supposed to, be, he was good. supposed to be the guy, but Debo is not a one. Debo's a piece. On this team, he's a you one. You know, but then that, you can't win with a Debo being your one when he's really a two, three guy. Yeah, I, look, it's time for Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Key mentioned it. Jimmy G was healthy enough to start. Listen to this. After the game, Kyle Shanahan was asked if Jimmy G would start next week, and this is what he said. I would guess so. You know, I'm going to watch this tape and see if guys are healthy, first of all. I don't even know where our guys are at. And it was um, good for Jimmy to be able to get healthy enough to play in this game today. I got a whole team to worry about. I'm not just thinking about what the quarterback situation right now. I'm going to evaluate everything, see where our team's at, um, see what gives us the best chance to beat Chicago, and see what our options are. I mean, that's what you go into each week, finding out your options. We had two quarterbacks who were hurting this week. Jimmy was able to come back and play. We'll see if Trey can next week. Still not sure yet, but I got a lot of things to figure out. That was Straight Talk. Was it Straight Talk? Brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Guys, here's what's so interesting about what both of you guys said, what we've been talking about this whole situation. Right, Jimmy G is a piece. He can, look, he was one throw away from winning a Super Bowl, all that. Trey Lance has the potential to be a much more dynamic player. But how do you develop him when you feel like you can compete, right? And you have a quarterback in Jimmy G who you can compete with. So once they fall, what is it key? Is it they need to kind of fall out of things a little to say, okay, to hell with it. We're going to start Trey Lance and develop him. Or is it that Trey Lance gives you the best chance to win when you believe that you start Trey Lance? I don't know that Trey Lance gives you the best chance to win. What have we seen from Trey Lance in a limited amount of time that makes you think that Trey Lance is the answer? Uh, the, the head coach there, Kyle Shanahan, was asked a question about Jimmy G being the starter. He said, I guess he would. I guess so. Doesn't know at this time because there's a lot to evaluate after the end of a game. For all he knows, he may go back in there and Jimmy G may have a, a, a bee sting on his elbow and it swells up the size of a grapefruit. So for him to say, yeah, he's my starter, I know that's what people want to hear. I know that that's the they want him definitively after the game to be able to say he's the starting quarterback going forward. Don't ask me that again. It doesn't work like that after a game, especially when I just lost. When I lost, I got a lot to evaluate. I guess he is going to. I would guess so. Why would you ask me that question? Well, because you wouldn't ask that. Put it this way. I would guess so. I don't know. You, you I'm just wouldn't ask that question on a lot of other franchises, right? Like it, right with this it, with it, established it would just be something known. You well, would know we that the starter know though, Jay, that there's a an issue at the quarterback spot because you drafted a guy to go up and get. But mm-hmm. remember, there's injuries involved. So for us, for me to go out on a limb after a game and say, yeah, Trey Lance is the starter next week, I don't even know if Trey's healthy. 
We barely rolled Jimmy out there broken up. Yeah, and Trey has that you know, spring knee as well. That, that's, a, that's a subject. But I, I, I'm, I'm with you to a degree, Key. I just think the fact that it is open, that uncertainty is something that people are going to double and triple down on. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Because that, that becomes a story within itself, that there is uncertainty. You, you know what's funny, though? I see like, – I understand now. Sometimes it takes me a second to see, Key, what you, where you're coming from. I get it now. What you're saying, it seems to me – correct me if I'm wrong – is, look, we already know they drafted a quarterback high up because they have an injury-prone starter who's good but not great. And they're looking for a little more, and also he's injury-prone. So when the guy is coming off of injury and is not great, why and, – and, and, and the head coach – Answers truthfully, I guess. We all go, aha, you see that? They're my, and you're Just saying, yes, we already spreading. knew yep. that. We yes. already knew it. I understand. Just yeah. germ yeah. spread, no. So, so that's why at first when you said that, I'm like, Jeez. wait a minute. That's kind of a big deal. But you're like, yeah, it, we, it was already a big deal when they drafted when a quarterback. When they drafted him, it was already a big deal. <laughs> right. It was nothing. Right. I mean, look, Jimmy G didn't play great. He did some stuff that made you go, oh, what the hell are you doing? couple things. But at the same time, it was a monsoon. It was all, how can you evaluate right. the quarterback in that situation? That's how we start the day. Start the day is brought to you by Indeed. If you need to hire, visit Indeed.com. Then there's another top five pick who's already making an impact. But does that mean he was the right choice? See that, Jay? I got that second cup of coffee in me. Now I'm, now now ready. I'm up. Jeez. That's next. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, ESPN2. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance, all guests on the Goodyear Hotline. And we are asking on the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed, who is the best team in the AFC? Yes, Jay, I know you think the Bills. I've been on the Bills. 
You looked. I saw bills. It was written all over your face. <laughs> Could it be the Cincinnati Bengals? Because they, they had the biggest upset week seven with a, with a shellacking of the Ravens at Baltimore. I know. And, and Joe Burrow. <laughs> that dude, all he does is win. They were winning last year until he got hurt. All he does is win. All right. What do you think about the Bengals' upset win and the way they won, Key? Yeah, it was it was impressive. They went in. I didn't think they would go into Baltimore and win. I mean, I just didn't. They Baltimore owned them, but every now and then, a team has its day and its chance, and they went in Baltimore and took care of business. Uh, offensive side of the ball played well. Defensive side of the ball played well. Obviously, uh, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase dominated in passing game. Joe Mixon added some umped in the running game. I mean, they, they're a good football team. Um, Baltimore didn't just – for whatever reason, Baltimore didn't have a good day. They really did not. Martindale, the defensive coordinator, didn't have any answers. They left They left Humphreys out on the island from time to time. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, yeah. Cincinnati, you got to tip your hat off to them. Are they, are they legit? It's almost, it's almost like a Cleveland Brown team a year ago. We're waiting still. We're just kind of waiting to see if they're going to bingle it as, as with a better quarterback though, wouldn't you say with a better quarterback than the Browns? Like I'll take Joe Burrow right now over Baker Mayfield. Yeah, of course he's a better quarterback than Baker Mayfield, but, but the Browns gave us this hope last year that they were going to be good and they stayed with it because everybody was still waiting for the Browns to Brown. Now everybody's waiting for the Bengals to bingle. That's, that's the reality of it because they've been so bad for so long. Jay, Evan just got my ear. They were two and six with Burrow last year. I just remember them winning a couple games. But anyway, what, do you mean? Um, what happened? Because I said, "Hey, they were winning with Joe Burrow." Oh, All he no, does they is win. They were two and six with I him. I missed that. Went right over my. He head. was having a pretty good he year though when he got a, hurt. Yeah, yeah. A really good. Sorry, year. sorry. Okay. Go ahead, Jay. What do you think of the Bengals? I, well, I think the Bengals are legit. Uh, I, I still think there's a lot more to determine about where they could be about what their ceiling is. But I, I give their defense credit last night too. Now, granted, Baltimore. You know, when you, outside of Lamar Jackson, when you only have 29 rushing yards, uh, that speaks volumes about where you are. They've had a ton of injuries. Mm. But these are the games that last year they got the, best the Cincinnati Bengals would have lost. AJ, right? they got the best roster running backs from 10 years ago, though. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. No <laughs> doubt. Hey, go ahead, Jay. But if them dudes, if them dudes was – if they had those dudes – Eight Four years, years ago, ago. <laughs> eight years ago, oh, oh, they'd be the depletion best, of injuries. Best running back ever, ever. ever. Well, I mean, I, I guess that's the question I have for you guys very quickly oh, too. God. Are we just are we going to watch the Ravens kind of come back down to reality, considering due to depletion of all the injuries on this team? Right. No. It just requires so much of Lamar to do each and every night. Granted, he's been an MVP conversation, but it just it seems like it's a daunting task for them. Remember, I said last week though. This you could have a stinker that that's what everybody yeah. was saying. I said last week that the Baltimore Ravens was rolling. And we were good. Oh, Lamar, they're going to do. It. I said, man, but there's a stinker coming. And we start looking at the schedule. It's like, ah, well, there's always going to be a stinker. Now, will they bounce back? Of course, they're going to bounce okay. back because they have a hell of a head coach and they have a hell of a quarterback. Question, though. Answer. This is what the fans want to know, Key. OK, here we go. Who's the, rookie, who's the offensive rookie of the year so far? It's Jamar Chase. Okay. That's easy. But I recall mm-hmm. uh, uh, an agreement. We don't have debates. Kiev does not want to have debates on this show, so we'll call them agreements. Conversations. They're conversations. conversations. <laughs> Long dialogue. They're anti-agreements. Yes. All right. Um, was Jamar Chase the right pick? 
right? Because you weren't so sure. Let's hear from Field Yates first, and then I want to see if Key is willing to admit his mistake. Here is Field Yates, Jeez. host of ESPN NFL Insider. What I was not anticipating is that Jamar Chase would start with arguably the best seven games for any rookie in NFL history. And a hundred percent agree with the decision to take him right now. I don't know how you couldn't. He's been unbelievable. He's been amazing. But did I have some concerns about the pick at the time? I did. Yeah, I like feel how Phil left himself some wiggle room. I agree with the decision right now. <laughs> yeah, well. Right, a little wiggle room. <laughs> no doubt. Um, are you asking me, is it the right decision? Yeah, what I'm saying is in retrospect, we have more knowledge now than we did then. I had knowledge then, though, and I still would take the offense alignment. Knowing what you know Knowing now. Knowing what I know, because when I look at Boyd and I look at T. Higgins, they give me something that I like. I can get a guy that got juice. I feel I could find me a receiver that got juice from within my system. It's hard as hell to find offensive linemen. You know how many times they look for offensive linemen that are that in, in this league that they have to try to figure out and develop over time? Yeah. I mean, teams are starving for offensive linemen, especially a tackle that's going to protect my Hall of Fame, potential Hall of Fame quarterback. Like what Slater's doing for uh, Justin Herbert. What Slater's doing for Justin Herbert, what – Jonathan Ogden did for many years for the Baltimore Ravens, or Jackie Slater did, or Anthony Munoz did. So I understand that this young man is putting up eye-popping numbers, and he's probably the best deep home run threat since Randy Moss entered into the NFL. You know, yes, I get all of that. But me personally, I when, I, when we talk about a position that I played, I my nephew went in the second round. He was the NFL Offensive Player of the Year two years ago. What about that, Jay? When I get the football to a playmaker, they're going to deliver. So it's like, I get it. I understand it. It looks ooh-wee. But an offensive lineman that can protect my quarterback for the next 15 years is a little more valuable to me. Jay, what about that? What what he is talking about is, is um, value in the draft. Like, you can get very successful wideouts later in the yes. draft. It's much harder to find ready-made tackles early in the draft. I, I, how, where are you on What this? happens when the talent, the ceiling of the talent, and the opportunity, hey, this player could be something special, is actually met with the continuity of my quarterback and my wide receiver. They've been, there's continuity. They've been playing together for a while. They know each other's tendencies. Like, it, it, it's rare. It never really happens but when you look at somebody like, hey, this guy could be a top 15, top 20 draft pick, and then there's also this continuity. I hear what you're saying about the left tackle, but at the same time, that continuity speaks volumes to me. Yeah, see, but the continuity, I, I like it because it's good for television. It's good for sports talk radio to be able to say. But it's good they, for playing, They, they too, played though, together kid. in college. doesn't matter. He didn't play with T. Higgins at LSU, and they balled out as rookies together. I was a rookie. I didn't play with Neil O'Donnell. Randy Moss didn't play with, with Randall Cunningham. I understand. So, but that doesn't mean that the other one's wrong either, right? Well, as you would say, two things could be right or whatever. Oh, come on. Is. You had it this morning. <laughs> no, I'm not. But it is. It, They're not mutually exclusive. Yes. Well, that too. But it's like people use that and say, well, they played together in college. Duh. But it doesn't. But wait, wait, even, Key, there's a bigger thing here. Ago. Wait, wait, Key, Jay, there's a bigger thing here, which is I'm with you. Like, 
I don't know. I, to me, it seems like it would help in college. But if you tell me, no, they would ball. That there are plenty of combinations that didn't play. Right. Oh, so but, many combinations. But here's the big thing. Here's the big thing. I also thought it was a mistake take a receiver before a left tackle. But now we're starting to see early returns. If you have potentially Joe Montana and Jerry Rice, right? Like they're putting up as as a rookie, as a second year player who didn't play a lot because he got hurt, and a rookie, they're killing the game. So now well, I have a guy to step who back. actually didn't even play college football last year. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Exactly. So now I got to step back and just say, you know what? I thought they should have done something else, but the returns are the returns. I was wrong. Yeah, I it, I still would have taken left tackle. I like the kid. The kid is great, but. I'm on a left tackle. Yeah, eat your, eat your own. I, I, I am reminded of a Happy Days episode where the Fonz couldn't say he was wrong. Remember, he was like, I was roo, roo, roo. But I'm not wrong, man. We're asking at Key, J and Max on Twitter. Who's the best team in the AFC? Be a part of, part of KJM Nation on the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed or call in line 888-SAY-ESPN. 888-729-3776. ESPN Nations presented by Dr. Pepper. College football's back, and so are the fans. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. We're asking that because the Kansas City Chiefs are not running away with the AFC this year. We'll tell you how they can turn it around. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply.
In his return to MetLife Stadium, Sam Darnold was benched after passing for 111 yards and an interception against the Giants. Darnold, who played with the Jets for his first three seasons, began his Panthers career 3-0. It's been a familiar feeling for Darnold since then. The Panthers have lost four straight, and here's Panthers head coach Matt Rule on why he went from Darnold to P.J. Walker. Here's Matt Rule. Obviously, I pulled Sam in the game. Um, just felt like we needed some sort of a spark, you know, uh, not that anything was necessarily him. I think it's all of them hoping PJ would go out there and, you know, make a run or do something to kind of get us going. Um, you know, Sam will be our quarterback next week. Uh, he'll be our quarterback moving forward. So far, we've had a little bit of a huddle offense. The benching of Darnold comes the same week. Rumors circulated that the Panthers could pursue Deshaun Watson. Key, are those two stories related? No, I don't think so at all. I think Matt Rule wanted to make a decision. Coaches do this when they see an offense stall and an opportunity to still get back into something. Against the Giants, the Giants aren't a good football team. Although Daniel Jones was playing well, you still had an opportunity to win that football game. And once upon a time, that game was a baseball score. It was 5-3. to three. So you got an opportunity <laughs> to still climb back in. And Sam wasn't playing well for whatever reason in that stadium. He just isn't very good. Plus, Kristen McCaffrey's not in the lineup we saw when Chris McCaffrey was in the lineup, Sam Darnold looked like a home run hitter. Now, all of a sudden, it's a long way from 3-0. and That's for damn sure, Jay. Yeah, but is he that less effective without Christian McCaffrey? And yep. I, 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 think, <laughs> yeah. I think that's the point where you start looking at it. You're like, okay, this reminds me more of the Sam Darnold I saw in the Jets uniform, more so than the one I saw for the first three games with the Panthers. And I think that's the biggest question that you have if you're Matt Rule, if your Panthers moving forward, are like, what is this guy's ceiling considering he might make $19 million next year? Yeah, see, I have a slightly different take on, all, on the he'll-be-fine type quarterbacks than you, Key. I think the league is not looking for those guys anymore. Without McCaffrey, it's like without Todd Gurley for, uh, for uh, Jared Goff several years ago. Suddenly, they're not fine. What I was encouraged by Daniel Jones yesterday was he didn't have Saquon, he didn't have, some, he didn't have a lot of guys, and he was still fine. But that's what you really need to see, quarterbacks who can carry teams nowadays. You mentioned Saquon Barkley. Dave Gettleman drafted Christian McCaffrey, and didn't Saquon. play yesterday. Saquon Barkley did play yesterday. Yeah. There's a common theme. There. Yeah, uh, maybe don't draft yeah. running backs in the top you know, five <laughs> or six or seven. All right. Um, the Panthers are on the hook, as you mentioned, for $18 million to Darnold next season if, you know, after picking up his fifth-year option. Uh, meanwhile, the Arizona Cardinals meet, remain the lone unbeaten team in the NFL. After a, they just squeaked by 31-5 to over the Texans. Uh, it was a revenge win for former Texans J.J. Watt and DeAndre Hopkins. It's been a revenge season uh, for all, you know, uh, <laughs> for all the Red Sea against Keyshawn Johnson. Let's check in with our guy, uh, John Gambadoro from Arizona Sports 98.7 after the Cardinals' latest win. He's got something for you, Key. 7-0, Keyshawn, read it a week, 7-0. You haven't believed in this team ever. I've been trying to tell you for years how good Kyler Murray is. I know the Cardinals were on the rise, but you didn't want to believe it. You kept saying, I want one more game, I need one more game, I need one more game. How many more games do you need? It's only 17 games in a season. They're 7-0. By the way, they're going to the playoffs, and they're a legitimate Super Bowl contender, whether you believe it or not. Now the fans here, look, they don't really like you. That's right, they despise you because you've never believed in this team, yet they have. You keep talking about all those other teams, but the Arizona Cardinals are one of the best teams in the National Football League. They have a chance to go all the way and win the Super Bowl. This offense is dynamic. DeAndre Hopkins hasn't had a 90-yard game receiving this year. They're sharing the wealth, yet he's got seven touchdowns. He's got a chance to do some special things. This defense with Vance Joseph? 
Let's give Vance Joseph a lot of credit. He should be a head coach in the NFL next year with the job he's done with that defense. Look, I heard you put him number one in the power pole, trying to win over some of the fans here. We don't want that. Keep him at number six, seven, or eight. We don't need your support here in Arizona. The Cardinals and Kyler Murray, your little mighty mouse, will take care of everything. John, I love John. Well, here's what I would say. They certainly went out there and took care of business against the Arizona Cardinals, and they don't want to be number one. Don't worry about it. They won't be number one tomorrow. Jeez. I'll show your ass, John. Don't be spiteful. <laughs> no, he, he said it. But don't hold that against the team. He it's said a fan. It. No, no, he's not a fan. He 98-7 Arizona. He's one of the uh, co-hosts of a show in Arizona on ESPN. But what I would say is Arizona's a good football team. And first of all, Kyler Murray's only been in the league like three years. So you haven't been telling me how great Arizona is for the longest, right? He said, I've been telling you forever. No, you told me one time last year when we had a bet. But look, Arizona is a good football team on both sides of the ball. Big test for them coming up this week against the Green Bay Packers. Huge test for them this week against the Green Bay on Packers. A sh- on short rest. But on maybe short a, rest. Maybe a bigger test for the Packers who've been beating up on bad teams and for maybe, the Cardinals. Maybe, maybe, it is a, maybe it's a test for them. Maybe it's a test for them. But I can surely tell you that Arizona is a good football team. Now, are they going 17-0? No. Are they going to the Super Bowl? No. No, wow. they're not or going to the wow. damn Super Bowl. Are they going to the Super wow. Bowl? No. Maybe. 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 It's a no. Mark that one it's down. A maybe. Clip it's that. a no. Clip that for Twitter. Give, it, give yourself some wiggle room. No, I ain't giving myself no uh, wiggle room. This is, this is where I – Do they have anybody me. on that team – that has Super Bowl experience. What does that mean? With getting Deep to the Super run Bowl? playoff this experience. Year, maybe. What does Deep that mean? run okay. playoff experience. No. All right. Um, Foul that away. Ain't that what they the Milwaukee, say? The Milwaukee it Bucks may- had nobody on their what? team last year that had NBA Finals experience. Okay, we're going to weave that in there now. Wait huh? a minute. The reason I brought Injuries. up the Packers is I need to play some Aaron Rodgers sound here. Don't you want to hear from Aaron Rodgers on what he thinks of the offensive performance where they beat the Washington football team 24 to 10? Like here is Aaron Rodgers. Remember, the Cardinals and the Packers play in, I don't know, four days, three, three days from now. Okay, go ahead. I think we're close. I think it was nice to get Bobby going. It was nice to get Allen a bunch of touches. We didn't run the ball very well. We didn't protect uh, great first half. Good front. Really good front uh, for first-rounders. But didn't protect uh, necessarily that well. And we had some opportunities if we just hold up a little bit longer on some plays. I had to kind of deal it and get get rid of it. But I feel like we're close. We've got to keep finding ways to get the ball to guys in space. But... When our defense is playing like they did today, we're going to be tough to beat. Yeah. All right. Here on the huddle offense, Key, we've been huddling. I need to ask you this question. Yeah. You have mentioned you're not so sure Aaron Rodgers is done in Green Bay. No. Is Aaron Rodgers done in Green Bay? No, if our defense continues to play the way they're playing, we're going to win the Super Bowl and I'll be back next year. Yeah. I'm just not telling y'all fools that keep thinking I'm leaving. It's a good front. Good yeah. front, you know. Good front. Yes. Washington football team, what a great defense. But I shredded them anyway. No, I don't think Aaron Rodgers. I think if Aaron Rodgers wins the Super Bowl, he's not leaving. Anything short of that, yes, he'll probably leave. But if they go on and they win the Super Bowl, even if they got to the Super Bowl, I don't think he leaves. I've just seen players win championships and leave. Kawhi Leonard. I mean, it it happens in the history of the game. I I don't know the damn answer to this question. It's something we're going to be trying to figure out the whole year. But, man, that offense looked good yesterday. It did. And when I think about the two offenses that are going to meet, them in Arizona, uh, that's going to be a shootout. Yeah, I didn't think is. Washington defense looked that bad. I thought the Packers offense just looked better. But I'll Agreed. say this. If 
They win the Super Bowl key. I'm not sure that makes him more likely to stay or go. He's having too much fun, man. But he would leave on such a high note winning the chip. Favre only got one. He got two. Yeah, but too much fun. And I understand the argument every for from people in sports, the first thing they say is, well, Kawhi Leonard left. It was a different circle. Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard never wanted to be in Toronto. He just wanted out of San Antonio. And then when he had the chance to leave to get to his final destination that he wanted to, which was always Los Angeles, because the Spurs were never trading him to Los Angeles. They'd mm-hmm. say, we're not doing you any favors. This is different with Aaron Rodgers. How do you know Aaron Rodgers' ultimate goal is not to be somewhere else? It's just difficult when you win a championship, Jay, and your team that you've been with for how long? He's been 17 years? No, no, 17. He came. Oh, damn. You yeah. might be right. Yes. Yeah, it's oh, just hard. Yeah. Five, I don't know. That? Oh, I don't put anything five, past anybody. Five. Yeah, it was the t- 2005. Yeah. I mean, you can't put it past anybody, but just think Seven about it. I'm winning years. a championship with you. I'm happy. We live in. Everything's good. It's just hard to walk away because you're not going to get anything better. Yeah, but on the flip side, this will be the last chance maybe for him to find out if there is something better while he can still play. What's better when you just won the Super Bowl, though? But it's hard to repeat. Might be easier to find a new location. But where with the team that stack with the Kenny Clarks, the Devontae Adams, the the, uh, uh, Aaron Jones? Like, it's just hard. Yeah, no, I agree. If you took all the quarterbacks off every team and looked around – who could use Aaron Rodgers, and they'd be really tough to beat? Packers would be one of those teams for sure. All right. The Cardinals and the know, Packers to Cleveland. are two of the best teams in the NFC. Two of the best teams in the NFC. In the AFC, who knows who the best team is? A week after beating the Bills, the Tennessee Titans, much to my shock, I'm shocked by this, crushed Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. 27, that's not the shocking part. To three is the shocking part with that Titans defense. The Chiefs quarterback was held without 250-plus passing yards or a passing touchdown and threw an interception in his sixth straight game. Mahomes was knocked out of the game in the fourth quarter, cleared concussion protocols, expected to play next week. Here is Patrick Mahomes on the Chiefs. They're now under 500. continued struggles. We have enough leaders in this team. We have to find a way. I mean, I don't know what that's going to take yet. We'll go in, we'll talk about it, we'll figure it out, we'll watch the film. Um, but I trust that we'll find it. I mean, that, that's what's part of leadership. That's what part of great teams are, is being able to battle through adversity. And we've, it's been uh, kind of uh, rainbows and flowers and awesome for these last few years. But uh, whenever you want to build something substantial and you want to build something great, it, you're going to go through parts like this. What is wrong with the Chiefs? And how good are the Titans? What's wrong with the Chiefs? Let's start right they there. They should trade Patrick Mahomes. He's the problem. They would win a lot more games if they didn't have Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Draft well, the quarterback. It, yeah, draft the quarterback. Go Start right ahead. I again. dare you. Right, look, it, sometimes these things happen, right? You you get into a funk, and you can't figure out how to get out of it. You, you squeak into the playoffs, and you backdoor in there. The division is still winnable. They just continue to put themselves behind the eight ball as they keep piling up losses. At some point, they've got to turn it around and get a, a little more consistent. Part of the problem is Kelsey and Tyreek Hill are the only two offensive weapons that they really have. Miko Hartman and those guys have not come to the party like the Kansas City Chiefs thought they were. And they've got to get better at doing it. This is the reason they went out there and signed Flash Garden because they felt like, okay, our receiving core, we need some more. We need a little more juice other than the two guys that we have. And that's part of the offensive problems. Plus, he's seeing things different than he saw a year or two ago at the quarterback spot. It's just 
different. What do you mean he's seeing things different? Patrick Mahomes is seeing things different. Like he he's pressing uh, when he's out there trying to throw the football. He's seeing things that he got away with a year or two ago. He's not getting away with that same thing. He may see it and be like, oh, I could do this. I did this before. Then all of a sudden the defense is on top of it. I'm not oh, – I mean, I'm worried about him, but I guess I would say I'm not overly worried because I got two teams in the division that I really – History shows that they've started a certain way and ended a certain way. Broncos Meaning and Chargers? Meaning the Raiders or? and the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Even though I think both of those teams are great, you still are waiting to, for them to come back to earth. You know? I'm, I, I'm worried about the Chiefs, man. No, I'm worried, I'm but I'm worried. not like, I got to. But he also, you know, the fact you, you, talk about, you talk about their offensive options. They have zero running game. Zero running game. I mean, he game. never had a running game. Well, well, I, I understand that, but like, you can't, they can't get anything on the ground. It doesn't even keep the defense on their, on their heels at all. Well, what's that nothing. really about usually? The, look, well, if you look at the – Clyde Edwards-Hilaire sideline. But, but also the offensive line, they had to rebuild in the offseason. They did a great job, but they brought in pieces that now have to figure this out together, and because of that, they didn't spend any resources well, on the defensive a, side of the ball. They had a flash with Kareem Hunt. Three years, four years ago. That was a flash. Williams is pretty good. And, and for the most part, Williams got hot late in the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, late in the season. But they've never had a Tennessee-type running game. Mm-hmm. They never had a Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt oh, yeah, running game. That. They never had a Brian Westbrook, Philadelphia Maybe they Eagle, need one as Jay's Buckholter running game. <laughs> and there's James still sitting there in the control room looking like he is oh. about to lose his mind. Bring James in this. James, one of our, jump one on, of our producers of the, on our show – as you can see him sitting there uh, in Stressed. agony. I'm sad. What's the wrong? Chiefs make me sad now. I don't like it. What's wrong with your team, James? I don't know. There's a lot of things. Defense is bad. Can't run the ball. The offensive line doesn't look good. They keep turning the ball over. There's a lot of things to fix. You just named the four things exactly right. By the like, way. They, <laughs> you just they, rattled they, them off. There's a lot of things to fix, and I don't know if they're going to be able to fix them this year. Yeah, they may be okay, though. Like I said, we're waiting to see what the Chargers are really about in the Raiders. So I think those two teams have shown us in the past they've gotten off the good starts and kind of came back to the party. Could be different this year. There's Could something be. that Jay brought up, though, Key, that, is, that I'm curious to hear your opinion on. The Chiefs have not had, and then you, you picked it up, said they never really had that between-the-tackles, run-it-up-the-gut kind of complementary kind of running game that can keep you honest. Do they need that? I mean, you always need a portable game. This is why I'm impressed with the Arizona Cardinals is because they figured out, okay, I can't just throw the ball all over the lot in the National Football League. Whatever Cliff Kingsbury did on self-check offseason has gotten this team offense more explosive and better because they run the ball more. I think with Kansas City, it's kind of the same thing. They've got to figure out how to establish some sort of semblance of a running game to some degree. They just you, you everybody in the league got a running game that's good. Everybody. I mean, I don't care if it's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers; they can run the ball when they want to. The the Green Bay Packers when they want to. The, or the else New Orleans Saints one, when they want one to. One dimensional. Daryl Williams has you know five carries. For, look. It, the, the problem is also, too, like, I thought this Titans defense was bad. This Titans defense made life miserable for him. I, the and Titans some, defense has gotten better. But I mean, that, but this team has, has gotten and better sometimes, overall. And then sometimes matchups can dictate certain things, too. When you look at Tennessee's uh, opportunity to – when they played them in the, in the uh, playoffs a couple years ago, the defense played a certain way, and then all of a sudden Kansas City turned it on. 
Yeah, um, that, that offensive you know, line has not figured out what they're doing yet in Kansas City, it seems to me. And in terms of the run game, Mahomes has to you know, in the, has, has made up for it. Yep. But if, if he starts to take chances, sometimes that's not going to go his way, right? And then their defense can't get any pressure because they had to fix the line. What <laughs> if it's just not their year, though? Is, that, is, is, is the world going to explode because the Kansas City Chiefs don't make it to the playoffs? James's world will explode. I mean, you know, I understand that a lot of people – wanted them to be the greatest team ever in the history of football because they've gone to three straight AFC championship games and two straight Super Bowls. But sometimes people do catch up to you. You know what what those stats we just put on the screen say to me? Everything's the same with Mahomes except the turnovers are way up. Look at that. Completion percentage is up. Yards are up. This This is last two seasons. But the big difference there, and the reason the QBR is much, much lower, is his Touchdown to interception ratio goes from sixteen to one to two to one. In the right? first seven games of the season, he's taking more chances. Yeah, well, that's because he's probably pressing some. But a couple of those interceptions, you have to credit to yeah. you cut that in half. So he got nine. I'm really gonna give him four or five, depending on what you want. You want a four and a half interceptions on him? There yeah. you go. That's legit because last year those things weren't happening, yeah. right? And so. Tyreek Hill wasn't dropping balls into the other person's hands or the back wasn't tipping a ball and running the wrong route and then he throws it and it becomes a pick. That's I mean, what happened. And essentially, too, like look at Ryan Tannehill's stat line from yesterday, 21-27 for 270 yards. He has so much time to drop back and throw the ball in the pocket where, you know, this pass rush for Kansas City, I mean, they have the least amount of sacks in the league. Now combine in that. In the league, combine that, yes, with their O-line issues and then them not having options, no running game. And they, it's a formula for failure. It was like the Super Bowl in the sense that they don't have to bring extra guys to get pressure on Mahomes, right? That's what they tried to fix in the offseason because they had lost both their tackles to injury. A couple of good tackles. They brought in some good tackles. They brought in some good offensive linemen. But again, like, so, so before we get out of here, Key, for the top of the hour, how much of that is true about the offensive line in your experience where guys brought in in one year need time to gel? Is that legitimate to hope for James and Chiefs fans to hope that that will happen as the year goes on? Well, of course, it, 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 you, you have to gel. You got five new bodies, even five new personalities and bodies that are on the offensive line. Even if you had one or two holdovers, the other three guys are still trying to figure out to get com- communication. When a guy, when I know a guy is is pulling and he's scraping to get up on the second level, and I've been with him for five years, I know his next move. But when I've been with a guy for seven games, I don't know his next move. I'm thinking, okay, he's going to block the end. Now I can kick out and get the corner. I know that's going to happen. But if I'm thinking he's kicking out to get the corner, and we both are thinking the same thing, and we go get the tackle, we're screwed. That right. So there's reason to hope. Maybe the line can get better. Maybe Spagnola's defense can get better. But there's obviously reason for concern. They're under 500. Much more. KJM is next, including the goat making history. By the way, Keyshawn J. Will Max is presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join on the Goodyear Hotline. The goat is making history. ESPN Radio and Sirius XM Channel 80. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.